life is a mess and you're totally stressed out just call trend just call trend when your wife is cold as ice and you need some advice just call trend just call trend he'll shoot it straight and he won't say no He'll just give you that advice and say, well, there you go. Oh, hello and welcome to another episode of There You Go with Trent Mabry. I, of course, am your host, Trent Mabry. Today, my guest is Todd Glass. How are you, Todd? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. We were talking a little bit before we started. I said some nice things about you. So, you know, I, I don't want people to think I just get right into the business, you know. <laughs> no, you did say some nice things. I, I appreciate it. And uh, it means a lot. I appreciate it. Thanks for doing this. You're welcome. Whenever anybody asks me to do, like now with social media, it's so much easier. If someone asks you to do a podcast, I'm like, I was like, go take a look at them, you know. And, yeah. um, and, and it's always nice when they're funny. I was like, you know, you're like oh, this, <laughs> this guy's fucking funny. And then I, and now, once you see somebody and you know they're, you know, because uh, the uh, then you're scrolling TikTok and then I'll see you and I'll be like, oh, okay, now you feel like, you know, you stop and take a look at it. But anyway, there you go. Yeah, you, you don't want to, you never want to agree to do a podcast and then you watch a guy's videos and he's the worst. And you go, oh, no, I got to spend an hour talking to this guy. <laughs> Sometimes their comedy doesn't like show up. You know, they, they cannot be maybe fun. I don't care if someone's not funny. I just care. Mostly me, it's like social things. Like, mm. you know, like I go to watch and I don't even want to use which one would bother me. But like, I'd be like, yeah, you know what I mean? It doesn't mean I don't think he should be able to do it. It just means like, I don't want to hang out with it, you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. You were on. So you were on the road for a little bit. Where, where were you? I was. I went to, you know, I don't usually do like tour. I'll do like one city maybe i'll connect a second city then i come back to la mm. but this was like a little tour i had like um i went to philadelphia and then we did six shows there and then i went to this place in new hope it's called john and peters and it was it's crazy it's so much fun it only holds like 60 people mm -hmm. uh, so we did like two shows on Mar on monday and um it's just this iconic music place in new hope and the crowds are like so into it and um and then I went to Pittsburgh and did uh, a few, sh like six shows there. And uh, I have a little band with me sometimes. And mm -hmm. I was, was going to ask you, about you brought, this. yeah, you brought the band. Yeah, I brought the same one every single venue. So it was mm -hmm. a lot of fun to have the same three guys. Like, you know, we got tighter and tighter. It was, it was tons of fun. That's great. Now you started out in Philadelphia, right? I did. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Now you didn't, now you, after Philadelphia, you moved to, uh, LA you didn't do any time in New York I know you you would think that I would but I knew somebody the owner of the first club that I started at he had moved to uh, LA I still own the club in Philly so, I, I mean I'm guessing that's why it was because that's a good question even me years later I'm like and I loved Philadelphia and I had so many friends and I was I was gonna miss them mm -hmm. but I think having someone on the other side that and i and i guess L, i always wanted to live in california my mom did probably rubbed off on me yeah, yeah i went straight to la okay that's yeah how how far into the comedy were you when you made the move i was so i started in 80 like one in high school and then so 
maybe eight years in, seven years in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's about where I am. Yeah, and a lot of comedians that I've worked with would say, yeah, it's time, you know, you got to move to L.A., you know. In hindsight, that's a good thing because I don't ever say that to people unless I think, if you're working with someone and you think they're really funny, like mm. really funny, you're like, dude, you got to, you know, you got to get to L.A., you got to go to New York. Or at least if they're in a little, little market, go to Chicago, go to Atlanta, you know, wherever there's a, not L.A. or New York, but there's still a, a fucking scene going on. But I just went right to L.A. And you say so you just you've been doing it eight years, you said. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and are I mean, you loving it? Oh, it's great. It's the best. I, it's great. Yeah. Like, I feel like just like in the, within the past three or four years, I've really started to feel like uh, I found like what how I want to do comedy, you know. Right. But, well, you know, it's funny you say that because which, which I, you know, it's a good thing, but. I felt like in 94 is when I started to, it sounds so cliche, but you know, I, I hate that I have to preface that every time. Well, or maybe it gives it more legitimacy. You go, I know I'm about to stumble in something that you've heard a million times, but there's truth to it. So don't just let it go in one ear and out the other. That's what mm. I mean when I say, and I found myself, you know, yeah. like in 94, like, oh, I think this, but then years later, I thought I did even more. And I asked my friend, Gary Goldman, I go, Gary, when am I going to stop looking at my old stand-up and being embarrassed by it? Even if it's nothing that I think other people would notice. My, my voice, how I'm talking, why am I putting on affectations, talk like you talk, you know, little things like that. I go, when am I going to stop being embarrassed in my old work? And he gave me a great answer. He goes, hopefully never. And I'm <laughs> right. Like, you don't want to be like, oh, my best work was five years ago. So <laughs> yeah. you, you do forever continue to uh, to evolve, but it just gets less embarrassing. Mm -hmm, exactly. Yeah. Now you, uh, my favorite comic is Norm Macdonald. You knew Norm, and I don't know if anybody really knew him well, but you were friends yeah. with him. Um, I knew Norm pretty well, and you know, Norm was Norm. You know, like Norm. You know, once somebody dies, you don't want to then totally, you know, be afraid to say what drove you crazy about Norm mm -hmm. was that he would just disappear right. sometimes. And that's why when he was hiding it, it made it easier for him than maybe me, because everyone knows I, or, you know, people know who, no, they don't do this. This is weird. If you had a friend that didn't call you back for a week, there'd be friends. You would literally pick up the phone and try to find out if he's okay. Right. With Norm, that didn't happen. But I mean, he was just, you know, I, 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 well, he was here. We showed great affection for each other and I didn't hide it. I don't have to go, oh, why didn't I tell him? You know, I would always tell him and I'd say that's what, you know, because even before he had cancer, he was still, he, like I said, and, but he would, we'd hang around the fire pit and, you know, and it was always fun. It was, I always tried to really choose who I would invite over if Norm was coming over, you yeah. know, and I, and um, we always picked a good group. He, and it was I mean, it was always really fun. I mean, he's, uh, he was, he's just, he was, he's, he was fucking norm. He was, he was great, you know? Yeah, the best. Now he's dead. Fucking <laughs> up dirt. There's I so know. Many clips of him talking about death. Have you noticed that? Mm hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's dead, it seems like. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, <laughs> I heard if something's true, you know, I, okay, I want to know it. I want, but when I heard, I heard a comedian go, comedians used to live to be, you know, 98, 100, what's going on? I think it's just that, look, even back 
there were comedians that died. We just know the ones that lived. Sure. To be. So I think it's no, there's no plague out on comedians. If anything, <laughs> it's amazing that some of them live as long as they do, you know, not Norm because he wasn't, you know, but with mm. what their, what their health situation is or what, you know, or what their, so, but uh, comedians still are going to live a long time. Right. I also feel like. I hope. Yeah, me, me too. I also feel like uh, back, like in the old days, people just looked old all the time. Now, you know, as you get older, you want to know for real. Wait a second, is it that I'm that age now, and and we we you know I do look that old? But through some research and honest a- asking of my nephew, I go, Tyler, when you see pictures, he goes, No, when I see pictures of you, a lot of them because fashion has come around, I, I could picture me being with your friends. He goes, when I look at pictures of, he goes, might be a lot that they're black and white when, when I go to my parents and they're his grandparents. And then I think people just like getting old. People would mow the lawn with like a suit on, <laughs> you know? And they did, they look, so it's not just that I'm there. We don't, you know, go look at a picture of like people like that take care of themselves as they get older now, actors especially. <laughs> at 56 mm-hmm. go look at actors now 56 tom cruise you know um uh i can never think of anybody um park parks and rec what's his name oh rob Lowe. rob Lowe. you know john stamos if yeah. you choose to take care of yourself and then go back and look at people when they were 56 <laughs> back from the 50s or 60s you know it's like oh my god what the fuck <laughs> yeah they're all just smoking constantly yeah, and the tanning booth all the time, and they're and they're talking about you know uh, you know like oh this is it for me, and then you go how old were they there? They're like you know singing about you know Frank Sinatra was singing you know I know I'm almost whatever who I don't I don't know what I'm saying you yeah. know I can just stop talking. <laughs> well, like Red Fox, he's a fake heart attack all the time. If I thought he was in his 80s on Sanford and Son, then he lived another 20 years after that. And then he right, died. Right. He had a heart attack on while he was recording a show. Did you Red know Fox. that? Yeah. He oh he had a heart attack while he was doing a show. While he was filming, and he had another sitcom, and he was on the set, and people thought he was doing the bit where he was faking the heart attack, and he actually had a heart attack and died. Oh on wow, I, that's funny and sad. <laughs> yeah, it's... that's funny and sad. Yeah. Well, thanks for doing this. Um, I'll explain to the people listening, if, they, if this is the first time listening, this is an advice podcast. If you need advice, you can email me at advicefromtrent at gmail.com. That's advicefromtrent at gmail.com. So I'm going to read an email. I'm going to pull it up on my iPhone 7 Plus. You got to get, get the a- iPhone 7 Plus. <laughs> trying to get the sponsorship deal. That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> I thought either has it, because you know when somebody has it, you don't want me going. I just got it. That thing sucks. Meanwhile, you're trying to get So far, it hasn't worked out yet, but we're, we're still trying. You know, we just got to say it more because if you have lower, you know, you might have less listenership than other people, but if you say it a hundred times every show you know, eventually they're going to just reach out out of, they have to. Exactly. They feel obligated. The iPhone 7 Plus, I mean, it's the real deal. I mean, <laughs> it's a great phone. 
And, you know, if you go get it, you're going to go, all right, I'm going to go get it. Then people aren't going to get it and go, oh, it's not as good as they said. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Sure, they've made five new phones after this one, but I still love the iPhone 7 Plus. That's the one. Yeah, exactly. All right. The subject is rank road trip. Dear Trent, never listen to the podcast, but I'm desperate and saw online that you give advice. I don't know why they needed to include that. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm currently on a road trip with my friend who shall remain nameless. I love the guy. We've been friends for years, but he can be a bit sensitive. We're about three days into our 10 day trip. And he's really starting to smell. I've tried making subtle hints, like saying, do you smell that? Or somebody must have hit a skunk, but he never catches on. I don't know if I can handle seven more days of this. Do you have any advice on how to tell my friend he stinks? Uh, thanks. Signed, B.O. in Boise. <laughs> wow. Well, first of all, what's some... Oh, they're saying he's sensitive... So it's going to be hard to tell him. Yeah. Man, it's hard. First of all, I think most people are sensitive when it comes to their smell. Sure. Even if they do smell, you know, even if they, it's telling them. I Even me, I try not to get my own way. Like, I want to know if I have, my breath is, like, damp or smells. Mm -hmm. When someone tells me, it always bums me out. But I'm like, no, no, no. I want you to be so sensitive. Well, how about this for a start? Don't do it around anybody else. Right, yeah. Definitely has to be in private. Just the, yeah, just, just the two. Hey, this is awkward. You know, this, if somebody heard me say this, then it's not going to work. But sometimes you could say like, you know, believe me, I know I didn't want to tell you because someone told me once that I had bad table manners or pick something that somebody told you for real mm -hmm. uh, or make it up even. And just because someone told me I had bad breath. And I'll be honest, I got, so I didn't want to like offend you or anything, but you know, and, and when no one else is around. And right. thought, you know, I just wanted to right? That's a good starting point. Right? That's a good starting point. Now, have have you ever had this like you're you've been on the road, you've been riding cars with guys before. Has that ever happened where somebody's kind of smelly? It did it did happen, you know, uh maybe twice, you know, over all the years. And uh, you know, but uh, one person was you know, the way they should have been. I was a little nervous. They're like, oh, no, thank you for letting me know. You know, I was like, you know, uh, the other person uh, was, uh, I never dealt with it. But they, for the, the second person wasn't as bad the situation. One was like thick B.O. I mean, it mm -hmm. was dense, you know. I've smelled people with B.O., just never anybody on the show. Right. You know, that I can remember. I, but of course, where I had to maybe, um, but uh, it was it was pretty dense and, um but the other one was, if I remember correctly, it was patchouli oil. Oh. And they played in the band. Now, I know there's yeah. people out there going, oh, I love patchouli oil. It, that's not the point. The point is you're around other people. It's a pungent, it's a very distinct smell. So maybe you want to vanilla it down a little bit, you know? Yeah, I agree. The patchouli, it, it gets me. I don't get affected by like, I mean, like heavy cologne and stuff. But the patchouli is is uh, very bad. It's a, uh... it's a little, it's a little. It could give you a headache, maybe. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's 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 because I used to have a joke in my act, not to dip into my act, but um, it was uh, patchouli smells like if somebody said, "You're not gonna believe this," 
but I grind up my own incense and I make deodorant out of it. I go, no, no, I believe you. It smells like that. I, I, I believe. No. Right. There's a guy uh, in the uh, in the subway. You know how they have like the, the hallway, the walkway, and this guy sets up a booth, a little table, and he sells incense. And I don't know how it's possible. It makes the subway smell worse. <laughs> Maybe because it's like so many smells going yeah. that and it's like, yeah, it's not fresh, you know, it's, it makes the incense. Ah, uh, incense. You know, incense, I, I not that I want to go off on, on incense. Uh, but, <laughs> no, uh, please go. I like the smell of burning wood, but most incense have a smell that's, it just lingers as maybe a, a bad cologne, you know. Mm -hmm. I think women's bad perfume is a lot better than men's bad cologne because if, if, if you do smell, well, first of all, most fragrance are going to be, you know, it's not going to be men or women soon, which is a fine idea. You just, whatever you want to smell, you smell like, but with traditionally the way it's been, women's, it can be sweet. It's usually sweet and they walk by, oh, I, I might not want to smell that for an hour, but it actually it smelled nice, you know, mm -hmm. even if it's too sweet. But with the smells of men, it's just fucking, just, what the fuck? Like, it did. <laughs> It's not smell good. That smells like just, and it's in my nasal cavity now. And just, uh, just yeah, it is. It is weird. Like when you're in like middle school, you, you think you need to wear cologne when really you just need deodorant, but they, they market the cologne. <laughs> they market it where you need this stuff to attract the, 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 uh, whatever you're into the ladies yeah. or the, or the guys, but Really, and never good for you, by the way, for 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 changing that because I same thing I do in my act. And you know, after a while, I used to say to people, when you don't update the way you deliver things, and you know, people want to get hysterical about it and maybe go, Oh, I can't say my girlfriend, even if I have, oh, I just fucking relax. Of course, you can, but there's a lot of things if you're not angry, you'll go. Oh, yeah, I'm open that up to uh, you know, to be more, it doesn't have to be, you know, because otherwise. You, when you don't, it just looks like I said, you don't wait till your hair is a mullet to get a haircut. <laughs> so if someone goes, oh, this is so if a joke is even getting close. And then if you don't, you end up like uh, what's on, on Family Feud, you know, where, where he won't stop asking, is there a lady in your life? And finally, a guy, oh. goes, no, but there's a guy. It's like, yeah, eventually that's going to happen, you know? Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> the but smells, well, yeah, it's hard. Uh, we oh shit! You asked me a question about the cologne. No, I got it. <laughs> well, I was saying like, like when you're young, you think you need cologne. Oh right. But really, you just need deodorant, you and then you learn that. Well, yeah. And I learned. I used to do. A, it was called gray flannel, and I don't know why I didn't want to buy deodorant. I was embarrassed. Maybe I was embarrassed to shave. I was embarrassed to puberty. Maybe you know, mm -hmm. in hindsight. So I would never admit anything. And I used to just, uh, my, I, I, my dad had gray flannel and I would just get it and like, oh, that'll make it smell better. Then it smelled like BO that had gray flannel. <laughs> yeah, just masking. Just masking. <laughs> yeah, so I do think that it's a good idea to take him out, take him in private. Mm -hmm. Say, hey, listen, you know, some people have said to me sometimes, I here's but I'm I'm so non-confrontational. Here's what I would try to do. I would try uh, to get COVID. 
just <laughs> just to not have to deal with it. Yeah. I'll just get COVID. <laughs> I'll be fine. And hopefully I have the type that my smell never comes back. Right. That's yeah, exactly. Holy, I'm so lucky. I bet I would eat less if I didn't have smell. I mean, I want smell because I get it. You don't miss it till you have it. But, mm-hmm. you know, be nice. When I have a cold, I can not eat as much. Yeah. Now, did you ever did you ever get COVID? Nah. You did? Oh, yeah. oh you. I did. I yeah. did. You know, it's fine. I was triple vaxxed. Mm-hmm. I was triple vaxxed and I got it. And it. I had, I mean, in LA, this time of year, if your nose can be a little stuffed up, you know, but it had been for like six months. So that, but other than that, nothing, no, no signs. And it was, and it was um, uh, virtually, uh, you know, not virtually, it didn't. You know, even though I got it and I was like, fuck, I know triple vax people can get it. But I was lucky that it did. It, 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 it wasn't I wasn't in pain. And nothing, you know, it was just nothing. Yeah, else. that's good. I don't think I've had it. I haven't felt sick. Um, but I, I feel like it, now I just feel like a loser because everyone I know has had it. I, yeah. I'm, I feel <laughs> you know, left it, out. It went, it went from, you know, being. And by the way, this was a thought I had before I had it uh oh speak speaking of the band there was someone in the band and then they had they had had it and i felt great there's my safest guy so now and then i found out the other one other person was triple vaccinated and had it like a month and a half before so i'm like i went from being scared of people that had it to be scared scared of people that didn't have it you know yeah i want the whole band triple vaccinated (laughs) have had right None of this just triple vax. That doesn't mean shit. You know, I need <laughs> I needed to have the COVID also. Yeah, you gotta be safe. Yeah, you gotta be. You can't be stupid. <laughs> no, but I I do think the best option is to to go in private, talk to him. Definitely talk to him in private. And and you know what? I'm already fantasizing. It's not like I, for this guy. I want him to. I want to guess that he'll take it negatively but it's like a smoke alarm you don't want to fire it's just in the event of one you want to be safe so in the event this guy that's asking for advice has him be you know as long as you're nice like we're, we don't know you we don't know how you're gonna ask but hypothetically in my scenario you sit down no one's around i don't know maybe you've been making jokes sarcastic jokes for the last year we don't know that mm-hmm. that throws things off route but if you've never said anything yet to the person that wrote the letter and then he does get defensive. You just got to lay low. You just got to go ahead. Just because, just like I said, I'd want to know. And if there is something, remember when you're telling him that you had someone tell you that, you know, you, you, your breath smells this or you're, you know, um, you, you know, then you can relate that way. But otherwise, just maybe that's if he gets too defensive, that might just be a sign for a friendship you don't really need anyway. Because, <laughs> right. if you, you know, you think about it like your friend should want to know that they smell. Exactly. And if they don't, then I, you know, it sounds weird to go, oh, you're going to not be a friend with someone just because they don't want to know they smell. No, exactly. Because (laughs) no matter how interesting somebody is, no matter how loving they are and no matter how great they are, I can't. It's like if somebody put dog shit under my nose and told me great, you know, great, uh, great life advice. You know, like the dog shit under my nose is making it hard, you know, even though you're saying great things. Right, exactly. Yeah. So if they don't want to do that, here's what I would suggest. If they don't want to 
actually confront them face to face i would suggest maybe they're on a road trip maybe they could just put this podcast on you know what that is you know sometimes on my podcast i've done the same thing i went well maybe just send them here and 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 give them the mile marker on it you know and then just because we're saying this in a pretty loving caring way right so if the person is listening right now hello we're glad you're here. Yeah, well, whatever your name is, and um, you know, you could write Trent a letter too and tell him your side of this. Maybe the other guy, you know, maybe he's already been mean about it. We don't know the real story. Exactly, and then I'd I'd have another episode. We can get a two two parter out. Yeah, this. I'll have to have you back. I like giving advice. I like to really think it through, though, and somebody you know, through an email or something. I, I do. I like to like go, okay, imagine this is real and they're doing it. Mm-hmm. That's how I can tell if my advice I give is shitty. I'll say, well, tell your cousin this at Thanksgiving or say this to your brother. And I go, Todd, picture you're at Thanksgiving and it's one of your brothers and you're doing that. And I go, oh, it's shitty advice. It <laughs> sounded like good advice, but not if I had to do it to uh, to my to one of my brothers that I was disagreeing with. So yeah. Clearly. Have you ever, what's, have you ever like been talking to somebody? What's like the worst advice you've ever been given? <laughs> I, I, I'm, only, I'm, I'm only laughing because I've like, me and a, this other comedian have this running joke from years ago. Like when I was 20, uh, this comedian goes, get a suit. He's like, oh. <laughs> Even then we knew, and I was like 20 and he was only like maybe 45 or something. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, not old, old. And, um, and, and we're like, oh, get fucked. We would all, that's all we ever said was get a suit. Said, Thanks <laughs> a lot. Thanks for the shitty advice. You know, um, those type. That, that's why when I give advice for comedy, especially I like, you know, like some people go, oh, maybe your comedy isn't that good if it's uh, offending people or hurting people's feelings. That's not true either, you know, because you just don't want to offend the wrong people. Right. And hopefully you're in 30 years from now, you go back and look at your comedy and go, okay, I, I, you, it's okay to offend people. You just don't want to be embarrassed of who you were offending. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like civil rights, you want to be offending the people, hopefully, that you know, that were on the, you know, the people that, you know. Uh, but anyway, um, but uh, hold on. You asked me a simple question and I gave you a long fucking stupid answer. No, no, you answered it. It was the oh, worst, yeah, the worst, worst advice. Yeah. Worst advice. Yeah. That, that, uh, wear a suit, get a suit. All right. Please. <laughs> thank you. I heard a, one, one, this comedian goes, don't write your jokes down on the paper. And I wouldn't even like write them down and lift up the piece of paper. You know, I wouldn't be like, you know, okay. I would write it down on the, put it on the stool, big black Sharpie. Mm-hmm. Don't write it down. It makes it look like it never happened. I was like, all right, listen, you know, I, you and the suit guy can take a hug. <laughs> Best advice I ever got was from a comedian hanging out with me after the show. I could have gotten salted. And he goes, he, I, I, in hindsight, it was probably hard for him to say. He goes, I was funny off stage. And I knew that he thought I was funny off stage. And I, I really liked that. You know, it meant mm-hmm. a lot to me because he was funny. And he goes, why don't you take some of this that you do here and bring it? You're funny on stage. Don't get me wrong. He goes, you know. He goes, bring it up to the stage. And I, man, that I took that to heart. I knew that he was right. And I knew that he was probably brave to say it. He could have put it off. You know, it's a hard thing to tell someone, 
Because if you're telling someone that isn't emotionally crippled or stupid, you're saying you're not what you're doing up there is not as funny as who you are. Right. So I was like, that was that was good advice that I'm glad that I got. Yeah. And then you you took that to the stage and you were wearing a suit at the time. I did. <laughs> I took both of their advices, even the bad <laughs> advice. I, I wanted to be nice to that guy. Hey, I got the suit. Have you noticed how much better I'm doing? Meanwhile, that's not the reason. You know? <laughs> yeah, I yeah, that's good. Get a suit is very funny. Get a suit. How about you? Did you ever get any like just or t- still? Trying to think. I feel like I just just ignore like bad advice. So I I never remember. From comedians, like were were you thinking from comedians, like yeah, yeah. When you asked me, because that's what I was thinking in my head, not from family or just from other from other comedians, you know. Mm-hmm. I always feel <laughs> like it's not advice, but when you're at like a like a holiday family get together, that your uncle will say some dumb thing and then go, "Oh, why don't you? You can use that in the act." <laughs> yeah. You- you know what I started doing when people did that, but like 20 years later? Oh, how? <laughs> yeah, that's good. You know, yeah. you know, you could be like, I know you You give me that. You could be like, you, you know, you're funny, making funny. Well, what makes you think I have trouble coming up with the topics? <laughs> what makes you think I just need someone to make that funny? You know, once in a blue moon, you do get something where mm. you'll be like, oh, actually, that would be funny to, to do comedy on. But the longer you do comedy, the more dated the idea for the jokes are from your family, because they're still in the 80s, where it's like a very simple conclusion. Did you ever, you know, did you ever notice? Not at its best, did you ever notice? Did you ever notice can be brilliant? But Mm -hmm. in the 80s, my brother's always got advice like that. He's like, hey, I'm like, "Eh, that could have been funny 40 years ago, but it's too (laughs) simple. It's the average person will get to the punchline before I do. And then good comedy the audience shouldn't get to the punchline before you do right exactly that's what my friend told me years ago he goes on stage if the crowd gets to it before you do now comedian might be able to but the audience shouldn't Mm -hmm. maybe comedian either who gives a shit (laughs) yeah well that's the best advice i ever got was don't listen to anybody else's advice it's probably true. You know, you you can pick and choose. I right, yeah, definitely pick and choose. Yeah, yeah. Pick and choose. But overwhelmingly, you know, that's why, like, running your jokes even by your friend. My friend said, you know what? I, he goes, and it was an honest answer. He goes, you'll do it. You'll make it funny. I don't fucking know. I don't want to stop it. And I'm like, that was that was honest with him. Because, like, he goes, I don't know. I don't want to. No, that's not funny, you know? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And he's dead now. The comedian that said that is dead. And I'm glad he got hit by a truck and had a dragged out horrible death. And I went to the hospital every day and I said, hey, what about that fucking advice with the thing you said? And what did he say? I oh, just choked. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's funny when someone asks you a question, this is something you know never happened. <laughs> just add little, oh, he choked to death and I... And I pulled the plug. And, uh, <laughs> and it, it's all good now, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so, yeah, I would say we gave him, I think we gave him three good options. I think uh, you're right. I think you're right. <laughs> can I tell you, I want to know how it goes. So can this guy, if he hears this, 
write you back and then you forward it to me. Like, I will think about this, not every day. It might be a week I don't think about it. And then I'll be like, oh, I wonder if that advice worked. So well, yeah. let us know. <laughs> yeah, please let it, please reply to, let us know how it goes and let us know which one you chose. You can either talk, take them in private, talk to them, treat them very nice. You can get COVID. Or, or you can play them this podcast. I forgot that getting COVID was one of the one of the options. Just go to a lot of bands you like. Don't get COVID haphazardly. Right, yeah, the, make it you know, worth maybe it. Haven't seen a lot of uh, new bands because you're like, oh, I don't want to push it. Just start going see bands. You'll get COVID. You'll lose your smell. Boom. Now, if I was gonna dip into my act, and Trent, I think <laughs> you would say you would understand why in this specific situation. All right. Oh, you could say, hey, what do you think 50 Tic Tacs would taste like? <laughs> you know, I'm dipping into the act. I'm dipping into the act. Or you could go, hey, is, I got a question for you, and I'm not trying to be sarcastic. Is your ass backed up? No, 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 no. <laughs> I heard it's a thing. My doctor told me it's like a technical thing. There's a blockage, and it could make it smell like there's sewage or shit coming out of your mouth. If that happened to you, anyway, that that's dipping into the act. So what are you going to do, you know? Is Sometimes. it sad that I dipped into my act, Trent? No, I don't think so. Please, can we edit this in? <laughs> I wish I had an act to dip into. So you have a, yeah, you know, please stop it already. You're a funny man. Oh, that's, I was just fishing for the compliment, really. I know. Well, you deserve it. I was laughing. I was like, oh, this guy's funny. You well, know, thanks. You find new funny people. You know why you have to make new funny friends? That's why, because you're, a lot of your friends you had, they, they're like, oh, I can't do anything. I can't do I have a kid. I, so you got to go out. And not only because it's inspiring, because you, you can know what you're talking about. When people go, comedy is not what it used to be. You can be, you can know that that's not true. But you got to go out and see comedy a lot. Otherwise, you turn into one of those fucks. He goes, comedy will never be. Yeah, I bet if you went out five, six a, weeks a night and really checked out what was going on, you wouldn't say that. But mo ma mo mainly, mainly, which is past tense, because you need new people to hang out with. You got to meet new friends. If you're in New York, the odds are if I reach out to you, you're going to, oh, yeah, you'll stay out. You'll have a good time. Yeah. So, guys like Rory Scovel, I don't need that shit anymore. <laughs> oh, my wife, my baby, my kid. I want to fucking yeah. hang out, you know? <laughs> yeah, he's old news, Rory. He's old news. Rory Scovel is dead, ladies and gentlemen. Anybody listening to this podcast, he got up by a truck and he's dead everybody's dead but me he choked todd had to pull the plug he choked yeah, that was the guy <laughs> he gave you that awful advice <laughs> well thanks so much for doing this todd is there anything you want to plug um you know what uh 10 year old tom just got picked up for a second season on hbo max so oh yeah that's great you have a voice on there i do the principal so that's really it but um yeah, it was uh, it was nice talking to you, and uh, and then uh, if I'm in New York or something, we'll hang out. We'll go, uh, you know, we'll go uh, hang out at a club or something. I love that. Thanks so much. Cool. And I meant, by the way, I meant comedy club. I didn't want you to think. <laughs> now nah, there's a disco. I want to take you to with some friends that live there. My friend uh, Jennifer owns it, so it's a great club. We'll wait in line. We'll get ahead of it. We'll dress up. We'll go out like people used to. We'll buy um, a suit. Anyway, yeah, we'll wear a nice suit. Yeah, bump into that comedian. Um, but yeah, nice talking to you, and uh, and uh, we'll hang soon. Absolutely, thanks so much. You're welcome. 
Hey baby, I hear the blues are calling to salads and scrambled eggs. Mercy. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe. But I got you pegged. <laughs> But I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. Scrambled eggs all over my face. What is a boy to do? Mabry has left the building.